Today's episode is brought to you by Drizzly. Beer, wine, and liquor delivered in under 60 minutes. Let's face it, we've all been in that situation where you forgot to pick something up and you just don't want to get back in your car and head back to the store and get it. Well, Drizzly has you covered. Shop and order from thousands of products from local retailers with absolutely no markup. Seriously. And if you head over to unitedwedrink.com slash drizzly, D-R-I-Z-L-Y, right now and enter the promo code DRIZZLYDEAL, D-R-I-Z-L-Y-D-E-A-L, you will get $5 off your first order of over $20. Sit back and relax and order yourself a six-pack or a nice bottle of Cab Sav or a handle of Buffalo Trace if you so wish. Do it all with Drizzly at unitedwedrink.com slash drizzly. And then use the promo code DRIZZLYDEAL, D-R-I-Z-L-Y-D-E-A-L, and you will get $5 off your first order of over $20. Drizzly, beer, wine, and liquor, delivered in under 60 minutes. Must be 21 to use. Enjoy responsibly. The opinions and statements in this podcast do not represent those of the hosts, employers, co-workers, family, or imaginary friends. Now enjoy the show. Because there aren't enough beer podcasts in the world, welcome to United We Drink. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a new mini-episode of the United We Drink podcast right here on unitedwedrink.com as well as wherever fine podcasts are found. All three of us are here today. Mike, Joel, Phil. How are you guys doing? How are you holding up, uh, Phil? I'm I'm doing well. Uh, I would like to uh, try and get this to an end as quickly as possible so that my wife would stop giving me honey-do lists over the weekend or at least slow them down just a little bit. Joel, how, how about you? I don't have a honey-do list, but I'm not exactly sure what that is. I was I I was curious myself, but I thought maybe I just am missing something uh, that I. Uh, I literally have done do. nothing but house projects all weekend because I can't leave the house. So it's like, hey, build an exhaust hood. Great, awesome. Is that what you did? Yeah, that's for my like life your right kitchen. Now. Yeah, shit. Yeah, man. I'm going to start hiring you to do stuff uh, around my house. No. Um, well, not right now. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> I don't even I don't even have a house that I own Hopefully for you to work Hopefully it doesn't get to that point. <laughs> I can help you with projects, though. So. Uh, it's, been, it's been a crazy week, I think, since uh, we last recorded and last put out the episode. It's the world is changing almost hour by hour let alone day by day. I literally had that conversation today saying, how crazy is it? Literally one week ago, seven days ago, we were all talking like, oh, you know, it could genuinely pass. The I feel like the world has changed seven times over since last Sunday. Yeah. I mean, I, I look back at last Saturday and just think like that was the that was really the beginning of this like social distancing thing and now it just seems like in a, like yeah of course social distancing um i i know there's people still not 
participating and partaking because we're ruining their spring break. Uh, but this, this is just, it's surreal. Yeah, absolutely. I went, I went to a Publix today because I had to go to the pharmacy and uh, I was happy to see that the Publix was actually pretty empty. So um, that in comparison to earlier in the week when I was running around and actually group texting all of you guys, like, oh, hey, yeah. I'm running into these uh, locations. Man, every place was a mob scene where today it was actually a little bit more calm. So hopefully people are actually paying attention and, and staying inside. How well was the store stocked? Surprisingly well. Um, specifically within the categories that were a little lacking throughout the week. So your meat section, your dairy section, your eggs. Uh, the staples were definitely there. Um, still no toilet paper, and people were freaking out over toilet paper. But um, all that I heard was, you know, somebody saying, hey, we're getting shipments every day. We're trying to keep it on the shelf for you guys. You know, Publix is asking people to please don't hoard. But for the most part, there was, an, I mean, you look at produce, that produce section stocked, like, nice. full. Yeah, I... Yeah, so, I think we're getting back to some type of a regular plan. I went to my Publix, I think Monday or Tuesday uh, last week, and the produce section was empty, like not even a potato or apple or head of garlic on the shelves. But yesterday, pra practically all the produce is stocked. The only things that my, my local grocery store is missing still is those the toilet paper we had uh we had paper towels uh and eggs there's no eggs to be found but yeah meats meat section is pretty good uh everything else the pasta beans rice are all really well stocked breads uh yeah they're they're getting they're getting a little more normal yeah. I, st I stocked up at Publix maybe a week and a half or so ago before shit started really getting crazy. Um, this was when people were really only hoarding like paper products. But uh, I grabbed like a ton of rice, beans, shit like that. A lot of, you know, non-perishable cans of stuff. Um, and then I ended up going to Gordon Food Service in West Palm Beach, which supplies a lot of restaurants, including us sometimes. And it is open to the public. They had tons of shit. I mean... They also have a lot of bulk stuff, so I ended up buying like a 15-pound box of sliced bacon, um, which was probably my favorite move of this whole thing so far. You're um, halfway through it already, right? <laughs> almost. Um, ordering a lot from Drizzly, man. Two days in a row, fucking Drizzly. Um, in Sometimes sponsor of, of the show. Yes. In lieu of... Uh, going to local I mean, i'm just trying not to fucking go anywhere uh i still need to pop into work you know every couple of days just to make sure nobody's broke in or, or burn the place to the ground but um yeah I, i'm not going anywhere and uh in lieu of going to you know local breweries i've been trying to support various funds for their employees or their staff um you know even breweries afar um you know just ordering their beer online and saying, hey, give it to someone, you know, who comes in because I just, 
I've got I've got plenty of beer. Like right now, I'm, we didn't even talk about what we're drinking. Right now, I've got a Ravenhold ESB from Calusa. It's fucking awesome. Um, I'm I'm pretty well stocked up on both craft and macro at this point. But uh, I imagine ordering from Drizzly maybe every couple of days. I've already gone through a fucking case of high life in like a day and a half. Yeah, uh, you point. Oh, I'm I'm having a uh, house lager, uh, house. Uh, premium crafted lager and a shot of uh woodford rye nice uh but the the thing that you mentioned is all of these these nice things that are kind of happening in the industry and i'll let phil say what he's he's drinking here in just a a minute but like i i think we we should talk about that a little more in just a bit uh phil what are you having I'm drinking a polar lime seltzer right now, non-alcoholic. Um, Sunday's mine. I'm I'm trying to take Sundays off again, guys. So uh, I physically went through an entire week without drinking, and then um, ended up having some drinks Friday and uh, Saturday a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I successfully detoxed as planned, uh, as I talked about on our last episode. So you talked about am- that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said I was uh, I was gonna start detoxing. Man, that Boulevard that uh, beer hit me in the dome. Then, <laughs> <laughs> are you well stocked on sparkling water? Because I am compl- normally I am well overstocked. I load up when it's fucking buy one get one, no matter what brand it is. I am completely out. No one has it. Like I'm I'm starting to scratch my arm like a fucking heroin addict. Yeah, I have 10 cans left. I I literally saw two 12-packs the other day, and I was like, I'm totally grabbing one of those. Um, yeah. You know what? My, my Publix did not have any bubbly, like the brand, but plenty of uh, LaCroix, plenty of Polar. Uh, I I have Topo Chico grapefruit stocked up in the, the fridge uh right now so the, i that's i fancy stuff i love that stuff they just need to start carrying the lime one now uh but it, yeah it was weird that the bubbly brand specifically i saw none of what uh so interesting week obviously but what is one thing that you guys are seeing coming out of all of this that sort of gives you hope in uh human nature i guess well, for me, it's devastating to see breweries already closing and laying people off. I mean, it got real for me when I saw Second Shift announced that they had laid off some people because I know for sure that they think of their staff as family. I mean, it's, yeah. it's just – if you follow them and you follow everything they post and, and what they're all about, I mean, they are so fucking good to people and and how they feel about their staff and their culture it shows and i was driving home one night and i saw it on twitter and just fucking like it hit me like i broke down it was really upsetting because i knew what that meant for them and i knew how they felt about you know what all that means and and it was just devastating but you know the good news is that a lot of breweries including them are doing Online sales, curbside pickup, all that stuff, and I'm seeing a lot of people jumping on this trend of buying beer from afar and just saying, hey, you know, give it to somebody um, just to support these places, throw them a few bucks, hopefully, you know, keep them going, keep them in business for as long as they can. 
Um, you know, I, I, I know everyone's not going to be as fortunate to get that business. I know a lot of breweries were scraping by as it was, you know, the beginning of this year, my prediction was brewery closures and, and I certainly didn't mean it to happen this way. See, um, you, you screwed this up, Joel. Yeah. Yeah. Just <laughs> like, uh, th- this is a, this is a way throwback, but I also killed Leslie Nielsen via Twitter years ago. Uh, but that's another story. Uh, <laughs> but it is great to see so many, you know, th- there's been a lot of like, uh, funds set up for, uh, tap room staff, bar staff, service industry people all across the country to hopefully get them a little something to get them by in the meantime. And I've seen a lot of these GoFundMes go well over the target they were looking for. And that's, that's really inspiring. Yeah, I mean, how quickly the second shift uh, GoFundMe uh, fulfilled their goal. I know that that blew them away, especially Libby. Uh, and that was amazing to see the support from their their fans and and good people. Um, I, I know I, I donated some money to them and to uh, Off Color. These are two breweries who I've never yeah. been to before uh but i i love everything that they stand for in our industry and uh like they're run by good people i assume then their tap rooms are full of good people they make great beer um and i i want to do everything i can i donated some money to uh my local coffee shop back in philly the one that i went to practically every day because they had to lay off their they're uh, employees and it's just the owner running the shop in the interim um, because I loved them. They were awesome people. I mean, still are awesome people. So uh, I, I wanted to provide that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting how we, we can give to people and want to help other people when we ourselves might not necessarily be in such a great uh, spot to be able to do so. Uh, I was thinking about that. Like there's so many other breweries that are doing stuff like this that I want to give to, but I got to be weary of my own job. Like I do still have a job right now, but I don't know for how long that's going to last. I mean, I, I'm in the brewery making beer and luckily there is some stuff in the cellar that can still be done. Uh, but eventually if, if things don't get better, I might be on the chopping block for a time because uh, we're like, we're not selling draft. I mean, other than filling some crawlers, but that's slow moving. No distributors are taking kegs. We're getting some can orders still, but it's, it's, I, I could be one of those statistics uh, at some point. So it's it's tough because you want to be good. You want to help others that are in need, but you also got to look at yourself and be like, I got to be a little stingy and a little frugal. So it's this weird uh, give and take on that. Yeah, absolutely. You you look at the trends and seeing the breweries close is always sad. Um, seeing any business close, any business impacted. I, I know we're a beverage podcast, but looking at you know wholesalers and I mean, for all all intents and purposes, the on-premise basically came to a screeching halt this this past week. Oh, and it's going to um, be terrible when things come back on. Uh, well, I, I see that's where I'm optimistic, and and we can get into that. I'm I'm glad that you um, are a little bit later. Um, but 
I think at least for the temporary time that just the trends of this past week in particular and, and keep in mind we're recording this on March 22nd and at 7:30 p.m. so things have probably changed since this has been released but this past week that we're talking about was pretty alarming when you basically saw all wholesalers across the United States cut off all draft orders. Um, your off-premise is still doing pretty well for the most part across the United States, and you're seeing grocery sales. But you also have to be the brewery that has the ability to sell within some of those outlets. Um, one thing that I saw this past week, and and I think that it's amazing, is some of those off-premise accounts, and we had several of them down here in South Florida, are posting seasonal hires, and they're actually hiring more people. They're trying to bring more people on. They're looking at hospitality industry folks first to try and help soften some of the blow, even though it is part-time work. You're seeing Costco hiring. You're seeing Publix hiring. You're seeing the several gas stations I went to this past week were hiring. Whole Foods is looking for seasonal help in certain locations. I think it's nice to sort of see the network of people that are trying to spread that information so that maybe you were a local bartender and you got laid off. Unfortunately, at least there's a network of people looking to sort of help place you in, you know, a beverage industry to a degree or a package industry. Um, Optimistically, I think when we see our way through all of this, because eventually we will. We will see our way mm-hmm. through all of this. Yeah. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. I think the scary part is is none of us know, is it two weeks, is it four weeks, is it six weeks, what is it? The on-premise is going to be re-stimulated. Yes, there's going to be closures of businesses that can't weather you know, a two-week storm or a four-week storm or a six-week storm. But I think people are going to be so tired of being cooped up in their house that they're just going to go out they're going to support however they possibly can support hopefully the economy allows them to support hopefully they have you know enough money squirreled away where they're able to do that and i do think that we will see i i actually look at it as on premise was sort of struggling and dying anyways this could potentially be the rebirth of the on premise because people are so excited to get out and physically interact with people that losing the physical interaction I think is probably one of the hardest things right now because our as people we want to physically interact with most people Joel doesn't say (laughs) I mean he also bought 50 pounds of bacon so I wouldn't leave the house 15 one five whatever 50 pounds sounds better (laughs) but I think another positive we're seeing out of this is all of these society structures and and all these norms that people think we can't break through and get past. I mean, that's all crumbling all around us. I mean, I think this will definitely pave the way for hopefully self-distribution, beer delivery, all these things that we haven't been able to do. Um at least, you know, in Florida and some other places, you know, it all varies state by state, but there's lots of different things that are being proven we can do. And, you know, 
so much of the shit that we've been doing all along just doesn't make sense anymore, you know, and like, like not to get political or anything, but, you know, everyone's been talking about like, oh, we can't afford to pay for this. We can't afford to pay for that. And all of a sudden this comes along and it's like, oh, we'll just pull two or three trillion dollars out of our ass and throw it at something. So um, it seems to be breaking a lot of norms. And uh, I don't oh, know. Poor I'm- norm. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. Oh, and here's <laughs> here's one here's one amazing positive. I don't know if you guys saw this today. Uh, I mean this this is like the 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 silver lining, the the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, Harvey Weinstein has coronavirus, so yeah, Harvey got the vid. Good. He got the vid. Cheers to that. Uh, as Joel takes a massive sip of his beverage <laughs> with a smile on his face. <laughs> Everyone should. I, honestly, I really like the innovation that's come out of this as well. Um, think about some of the things that you've been seeing on social media. Um, online ordering I, I love pickup. I love the online ordering. Yeah. I love the drive-through pickup. Uh, seeing some restaurants doing uh, Happy Meal esque thing where it's like you order a beer and a burger and it's a package so you can you know basically swing by grab a can of beer get a burger and it's you know 12 bucks or whatever it is to go i think that's awesome um also the other thing that i'm not gonna lie i really liked and i did one this past friday was a similar to like what we're doing right now with recording but i did a happy hour with all 12 people on my team and we literally talked for and i listen i thought maybe worst case scenario was just going to be me sitting in a a go-to meeting by myself drinking uh sadly but every single one of my uh my team members i would say showed up every single one of them laughed for an hour we didn't discuss work everybody had so much fun literally i had to end the call and say, hey, happy hour is over. And, like, we're going to keep it to an actual hour. But the feedback was exponentially better than I expected it to be. And we're actually going to continue to do it every Friday, even once we're through all of this, because it's a way for all of us to interact as a team and as a family. And and I thought that that was amazing. So I think there are some really positive things to come out of this shitty situation. And shitty's an understatement. I think every once in a while we just need to sort of circle back and look at some of the minor silver linings that are coming out of this. Yeah, and that's uh, I think that that's a fantastic point, Phil. Uh, you, you made about uh, first. Let me let me talk about the technology things. Like, there's tons of people who are saying like, I hope that a lot of breweries are able to keep stuff like this going with ordering uh, the beer online and then being able to go in and pick it up. It might seem like an inconvenience when you're also doing your regular bar duties, but hey, if this becomes a convenience thing that customers love, you got to find a way to implement that and make those folks happy. Uh, I know that uh, what's uh, Six Point in uh, Brooklyn, they have online order. They implemented an app for online ordering of their products like a year and a half ago. And I think that stuff like this is a is a great step towards uh, 
helping satisfy another demographic of your your customer base. And then what you were saying about the the happy hour uh, last night, uh, my fiance and I we had a little video chat with our our good friends, a friend of the show, Kevin and his his wife. We just we sat around with our computers uh, pointed at each other, talking for like two and a half hours, drinking drinks and having a good time. I mean, you we can continue to be social with one another in uh, in ways like this. And it's funny that it's like people can create their own podcasts now of sorts shared between themselves by using this technology that's been around for a long time uh, at this point. And uh, one of my other friends was telling me that you can you can play uh, you don't know Jack on your Alexa with multiple people in different locations. So I'm like, all right, we got to do this uh, sometime. That's going to be fun to do. And I I think that stuff like this will help keep us sane through all of this because it is it is tough to just be sitting around the house and you can only do so much. Like I was able to accomplish a good bit this weekend. I sharpened my knives. I, uh, I, I cleaned up my, my desktop on my computer. I ran virus scans. I did updates. Uh, I did, I did a, a number of things, wrote a blog post, all of that. Like it's, but you're, you're going to get to a point where you're going to be like, Oh, what, what else can we do? Hey, Call up some of your friends on video chat, hang out, discuss what you're doing, what they're doing, play a game. Like it'll really keep your, your head in a good, good place. I got tagged in the 10 push up challenge on uh, Instagram yesterday by some relatives. I was like, fuck you guys. That's a thing. I'm not, uh, uh, yeah, I'm know. not there yet. I saw a few other people participating. I'm still in the like, hang out, drink beer. Cause I have been maxed out for so many fucking months now, ever since I started managing, like never a day off, no time to sleep in. I, I fucking slept till one o'clock yesterday. Um, I have just been burning the candle at both ends and just beaten to shit over the last few months. So I'm going to take it easy to start and then I'm going to eventually get into the productivity mode. Uh, I've got a lot of books to catch up on. I want to build yeah. some Legos with my kids, do some cleaning and work around here, fix up the fucking garage. But right now, I'm just taking it easy. Yeah. And I'm remarkably calm. I know this is going to sound like such a shitty thing to say, and I don't know if you've seen me post about this, but, <laughs> like, to be riddled with anxiety and shit and, and, and social anxiety and all that stuff all the time and for the entire world to be falling apart around you, it's oddly uh, calming. And it's like, yeah, welcome to my world. Um, so I don't know. I'm, I'm fearful of what's going to come out on the other end. Um, the aftermath is worrying. I think we're going to see a lot of friends and, and people we truly care about, um, you know, not make it through with their businesses and, and things like that. But uh, uh, I'm fucking rooting for everyone and trying to support everyone in the, you know, whatever way I can. I just love the fact people are outside for the most part. Everybody's being super oh, yeah. polite and nice. Um, it, I, I agree with Joel. I think to a degree, if, once you come to the terms or the understanding that you can only control what you can control, 
and embrace that, then you know, hopefully it makes it a little bit easier to uh, to handle day to day. I, I as as we're recording this, I just noticed that Joe Buck is trending on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh God, did he die?" No, he is doing <laughs> he's doing play by play of his life on Twitter. Oh, fuck off! It is uh, it look it looks funny. Like he just called his own kid a half-assed looking Fred Flintstone uh, because he's got Ugh. some weird <laughs> thing on. All right. Do we have any questions? That yes, we, we actually do. That's why I'm on Twitter, <laughs> because we do have a couple questions for Q&A. Celebrity um, should not be allowed to trend. There has to be some sort of distinction or like, you know, you have a check mark if you're, uh, you know, a known verified. person. Yeah. Like there needs to be something next to these celebrity trends that immediately indicates they're not dead <laughs> or that they are maybe like a little skull and you know, a, a tombstone or something, but fuck. What a tease. <laughs> what do you got against Joe Buck? Oh, God. He's like, uh... He's gotten way he's... better over the years. Dear Jesus, he used just to... read the questions. Okay. Just please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. First question comes from uh, at fresh underscore pitch, fresh pitch beverage consulting on Twitter. And they ask... Are we all going to die? And if so, what should my last beer be? Uh, we'll start with Joel on this one. <laughs> because, you know, yes. he's he's all doom and gloom. <laughs> well, no. I mean, if you want to be realistic about it, yes, we all are at some point. I mean, it's better to just recognize it and face it and live your life accordingly. But um, hopefully not at the moment. Let's be safe and smart. Wash our hands. Stay the fuck away from people like I've been preaching for years. Uh <laughs> And, uh, you know, stay safe, uh, self, self-isolation, uh, what, what is it? Social distancing. Uh, don't, don't go out for that fucking pack of M&Ms. Like I've been craving Chinese food and sparkling water for a good week now, and I'm not fucking going anywhere for it. So if Amazon doesn't have it, night. I'm not getting it. But, uh, the What's last beer, I mean, me or if, I yeah. don't know what whatever I got. Or, they're asking what their last beer should be. So what they're, they're, whatever they like, whatever they have. I mean, what, what, how can I answer for him? I don't know what he likes. We're all right. Uh, <laughs> I'll go next. Okay. Uh, uh, we, uh, how about uh, I don't know one of the Hunapu variants that only select few people can get. Um, yeah, have that as your last beer. Uh, we're not all going to die yet. Uh, and have an Allagash White as your way of going oh, out. son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I, I was mean, thinking you were going to say that, so. I mean, it is my standard answer, but. We should just change the name of the podcast to Three Guys That Like Allagash White. Um, I, <laughs> Three I, Whites. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <sighs> all right, well, since Mike took Allagash White, I'm going to say just go to Agafical, have fun with it, enjoy it. That's a, that's a good one. No, we're not all going to die right now. Uh, and then our uh, last question is coming from uh, uh, on Twitter as well, from at M. Kanash, Mike Kanash. If I mispronounce your last name, I'm sorry, Mike. You've been a fan of the show for a while, and I've just never known how to pronounce it. Uh, he asks... How does it feel to record today? 
Do you think Florida will shut down before or after you upload the podcast episode or never? Uh, we'll start with Phil on this. Mm, um, I, I, I feel good today. I, so like how I'm actually feeling is good. Um, optimistic, uh, trying to stay positive. Um, little sore because my wife has me doing a lot of things around the house. Um, as for will Florida shut down, to be honest with you, I hope so. Um, I, I hope at some point in time we go into a stay-at-home stance that some of these other states have actually implemented. Eight other states, as of when we're recording right now, either have scheduled or are under uh, stay-at-home alerts. I think it's actually sort of necessary, at, at least for two weeks, just stop getting stop allowing people to travel far away from their house and gathering it's it looks like there's hurricane parties around my neighborhood every 18th house um it's exceptionally unusual because we do need to distance ourselves we do like you should still be allowed to go for a run or go to the grocery store the pharmacy and those things are available to do even in a quote-unquote lockdown state Essentials, which liquor stores did get announced this week. Yeah. I don't know if anybody saw. Liquor stores are essential, so we're not going to lose our liquor stores. At least in our um, state. At least in our state. So, um, no, I, I, I don't think. Sadly, I don't think Florida is ever going to shut down. I think they should. Um, I think we're going to see certain counties shut down. I think by the time this is released, I would be shocked if um, Broward County, Miami Dade, Palm Beach are not shut down. I'd also be very surprised if Duval County, Hillsborough County, uh, potentially even Sarasota, um, Manatee, Pasco area, Manatee. Yeah. The, the high population areas, um, Orange County, um, Monroe, Orlando uh, shut area, down Monroe uh, today. Monroe. Uh, yeah. Monroe actually shut down today. That's so. where the keys are for people who aren't, they're like they're actually not going to let any people come into the Keys unless you live there. Yeah, which and, is very similar to what they do during hurricane times. Correct, and and I think we're going to start to see some of that, but I don't think that it's going to be the entire state of Florida. I don't think we're going to hear it from Tallahassee, unfortunately. Yeah, Joel. I feel fine recording. I'm glad we're doing it. It's good to be talking to you guys throughout this, and I think we should do it more, even if it's just to have a quick beer. But um, I, I'm i concerned. I think not only should we shut down, I think the whole goddamn country should just shut down. Just, <clears throat> excuse me, kill all the air traffic. I mean, I'm working in West Palm. I see planes taking off and landing, and I'm like, who the fuck are on those planes? I saw a satellite photo today of like, American air traffic, and I know there's obviously a lot of cargo in the air right now, but a lot of passenger planes too, and I think that's just inexcusable horseshit right now. That is just just spreading it all over the fucking place, and I think we should have been locked down already. Um, you know, I, I like like I've said before, like I, I don't, I, I wasn't taking it like over ser- seriously in the beginning, but I was concerned, and I did start buying some things early. But now it's like this shit is full blown and we've got to get ahead of it. And we are doing such a fucking terrible job of staying ahead of it. The governor needs to shut this shit down. Forget spring break. Forget the beaches. Forget all the tourism dollars because we 
cases are like doubling in some areas, you know, overnight and yeah. it's fucking bad. And because of the limited amount of testing, we don't truly know the real numbers. And I think it's much higher than, than we're being told, not through any sort of media conspiracy or anything like that, but just that we don't have actual figures because not everyone is getting tested. I guarantee there are people terrified to be tested. I mean, think about single parents with kids at home that have to keep working in some sort of service industry position, take out food, whatever it is. I, I mean, I had this same guy from Drizzly come to my house twice in two days and it's like, thank you very much, but get the fuck away from me. Like, I don't know how many people you've been in contact with today. Just touching the same package that he touched, I immediately throw it inside the house and go wash my hands. I mean, I'm not fucking around here. We got to shut this shit down now or it's going to get really bad. Let me ask you this question real quick. Uh, the you, you talk about people needing to not be on planes. What about people who are actually somewhere that is not home? Um, like that are trying to get home, want to get home. Like let's forget about the, the, the silly, uh, spring breakers. But like, I know that I've heard stories from people, uh, that are stuck somewhere or, or are somewhere that is not their, their home and they just want to get home so that they can sequester like should those people not be able to get home and i'm doing this just as a devil's advocate thing to get your opinion on it but um i mean that's something that should possibly be considered i think that that's so we actually dina and i both had a friend in town from england uh he came over before the band travel ban was closed um had this plan or this vacation planned for quite some time he came over. He was here for a week. Um, he His flight back was already canceled. So he was, in essence, stuck here. Luckily, he, it was, he was actually able to get on a flight tonight. Um, but I think that that's the only reason why air travel should be permitted at this point in time is to get back to where your legal address is. And even then... I don't know if it's cost effective for all the airlines to actually book a flight with maybe one or two people on it. Oh, that it's said, definitely not. His no. his flight was full. He he basically was able to get on last minute. So he was afraid he was going to be stuck here, and he's in radio in the UK. And I live like, here, and I, I'm afraid to be stuck here. I have to. <laughs> he was like, I got, I got to get back. I got to get on the radio. I got, I have a job, and like, I got to be able to inform people, and um, and so yeah, I think that there should still be travel. I think we should shut down any travel that isn't to home, though, and limit domestic flights, uh, interstate at least right now. Yeah, I I'm agree, on a 100%. travel ban. I, I'm, we're not permitted to travel, and we're getting weekly updates on when the company is. Uh, safe or views it safe for us to continue to travel. And a lot of that is decided on hour by hour, minute by minute, paying attention to what the government and the CDC is putting out. Um, and I think we have to be, we have to be smarter than what we are right now. Um, and as a society, I'm not talking about a company or anything of that nature as society, we need to be smarter than what we are right now. I don't think it's smarter. I think it's more selfless. I think, you know, not not to put a negative spin on it, but I, you know, I feel like this country does have a little bit of a entitlement selfishness problem. You know, people because we have this free open society, 
everybody wants to run around and do what they want to do and fuck everybody else. And especially in South Florida. And, you know, seeing these planes up in the air is very concerning, especially when you mention something like a full flight, like, holy shit. And, you know, we... If you want to fly home, fly home and then go the fuck home. I think there needs to be screening when you get on, screening when you get off. But there's none of that. You see all these stories online of people like, oh, yeah, I just flew international to LAX and got off the plane and no one gave a shit. Went and got my baggage and, you know, fucked off. So it's craziness. Like the problem right now I think we have is that there is no universal procedure. There is no universal rule. Like each state is just kind of doing what it wants and, and what it has to do. And some are looking to the federal government, others are doing their own thing, and it's just like nobody's on the same page, and that's the real concerning part. I bet in a few months we're going to have protocol. Yep. Probably, yeah. Um, as, for, as for me answering that question, I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm a lot better than I was earlier this week, and... I, I pretty much just to cop out, I am uh, I, I'm pretty much on board with what Joel and Phil kind of feel as far as the state. And I mean, there there's the the states that are more populated than Florida have almost all done the same thing. Like New York, California are in shutdown mode. Texas, I think, is the only other state that has a higher population than us that hasn't done that yet. And they probably should. Uh, I, yeah, I think that we should. Um, and it, it's, will it? I don't know. Our our governor has been kind of slow to react on, on certain things already, and we'll see how he continues to be in uh, the face of, of this that we're dealing with. Um, thanks for, uh, for both, both of you folks for submitting questions for Q and a, as always, if you have a question that you want us to read on a mini episode, hit us up on any of our social media, uh, the contact page on our website, unitedwedrink.com, info at unitedwedrink.com, or you can contact us individually. If you follow any of us on social media, uh, you can, can do that. Um, all right, let's, let's begin to wrap things up here uh do you guys have any recommendations that you want to throw out this week yeah um get on youtube and start looking at live music performances of some you know songs you may enjoy um i've been i've been on this live music kick even though it's not live and could have been recorded decades ago but like i was going down the rabbit hole last night watching uh live aid from 1985 couldn't believe some of the performances i saw really really great stuff um so you know get on there just like i think i've said this before like old comedy check out rodney dangerfield on the johnny carson show look at old roasts um there's so much good stuff out there and and i'm honestly bored with the new content man i watched the invisible man earlier it was dog shit uh, it was like some sort of sci-fi lifetime movie, but uh, there's a lot of great old stuff out there that is really falling by the wayside. So get on there, you know. Just I, I found uh, an amazing recording. I think I want to say this is like 1990. It's Faith No More with Young MC performing Epic, and Young MC has a rap verse in it. Fucking sensational. What about you, Phil? I- 
I watch a lot of uh, live content. Uh, if you haven't watched the um, Tiny Desk concerts that NPR oh, puts on, yeah, those are amazing. And uh, they have bands as large as Wu-Tang Clan all the way to some local regional artist performer. Um, definitely Tiny Desk concerts, a lot of fun to watch. Um, my recommendation this week is actually a website called brain.fm. Um, it's all about meditation music and sleep music and stuff like that. Um, you can also find some of that stuff on like Spotify, even on YouTube for free. Um, Brain FM does it. Uh, there is a small fee, but uh, amazing stuff. It, it, it's really helped me focus on tasks at hand. I've actually been very, very busy this past week. Um, work-wise, uh, a lot of logistical changes on a very regular basis and brain FM and some of their tracks have really helped me focus. And then at night I'm actually sleeping to the music as well. Um, and it's helping me get uh, more sound, more relaxing sleep. Um, I, I love it. It's great. If, uh, if you're into listening to music to sort of put you in a mood, um, it's fantastic. Also, I, I mean, there's playlists on Spotify and YouTube as well. Um, but brain.fm. Neat. Uh, well, I'm not going to say anything music related, although I do have uh, this week's playlist, which I'll get to in a bit. And I'm also going to go against Joel about uh, new stuff not being uh, good. Uh, I'm going to recommend a new TV show. Uh, that is on AMC called Dispatches from Elsewhere. It is a new show with Jason Siegel, Andre 3000, Sally Field in it. And uh, it is weird and wacky. Uh, if you if you like stuff like Lost and Twin Peaks, uh, like thinking movies that are a little strange or TV shows that are a little strange, I so recommend this. Um I'm probably a little partial because it was all filmed and based in Philadelphia. So there's this kind of romanticism of the city going on uh, as well during the show that I really enjoy. But it's just this kind of bizarre show based around some people playing a puzzle game that is intertwined into real life. At least that's what it seems like so far. Um, and... I I'm really into it. Uh, so I highly recommend checking that out. Dispatches from elsewhere. It's on every Monday on AMC and then, you know, all the on demand, uh, stuff as well. Uh, as for my playlist this week, I'm going to be doing new wave. Nice. Love uh, it. I was sit I was sitting at home yesterday uh while my fiance was working from home and uh she had uh some new wave on and I I've actually in the last year or so been very into listening to new wave when I'm driving so it made me think cuz I hadn't figured out what I was going to do I'm like you know what yeah that's going to be my playlist so uh so expect some uh some some cure uh on there some uh echo and the bunny man uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, Depeche Mode. Yeah. Love it. I listen to so much new wave at home. It's possibly my favorite genre right now. It's, it's really, it is good background music, 
but I feel like it works in so many situations. It's great for parties. It's great for just hanging out and chilling because it's not, it's not too aggressive, but, but it's weird that you can dance to it as well. Like, for the most part, it's pretty fun music too. If you yeah. think about it, even though you know some of the stuff has some underlying tones uh, of depression, but you know, I mean, it's for the most part, it's I like it. I love it. I'm I'm looking forward to that one. I can't wait to hear your uh, your mix, Mike. Thanks. Uh, if you want to listen to that playlist or any of our other playlists on Spotify, go to unitedwedrink.com slash Spotify and you can follow our account and you can see our playlist that we release uh, every two weeks uh, in correspondence with these mini episodes. Um, anyone want to uh, say anything else before we sign off here? This wasn't so many of a mini episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is our least mini mini episode. Uh, yes, everyone stay safe. Check out our social media. We're at United We Drink on Twitter, United We Drink Pod on Instagram, uh, and subscribe to the show on uh, whichever podcast app suits your needs. Buy a shirt, button, sticker, or something from our store, unitedwedrink.com slash store. It goes to supporting the show, and we really appreciate it. We've had uh, a few people come out and buy uh, stuff recently over the past couple of weeks, and it's it, it means a lot to us. I mean, we get to put that towards our our hosting, uh, so that we don't have to uh, pay out of pocket. Really, if that's the if that's the best, like what we can do is that we can keep this show running just off of people uh, like you supporting us. It, it means the world to us. Um, and thank you very much for continuing to support the show. Um, we'll see you next week. We don't have a plan for what we're doing as a topic uh, again. So maybe there'll be another hot mics thing or we'll figure out a, a topic in the meantime. Check us out on social media. Maybe we'll come up with it and announce it on there. But in the meantime, everyone stay safe out there wherever you are. Uh, and uh, we'll, we're going to need you when uh, when we get through all of this. So stay safe. Cheers, everyone. Enjoy Arby's drive through Be a good fucking human being. Peace. I ordered Chinese food last night. It was fucking amazing.